You're listening to Waffle, the bite-sized podcast with Paul Jenkins. This episode of the podcast was originally broadcast on the radio station on the 29th of December 2019, and it contains four of Paul's favourite interviews from the year. 104.7 Radio. At the end of October, we had a first here on Russendale Radio. Well, we had a first at least for the weekend wind down in that we brought some live music into the studio. My guest, Matt Rin, came in to talk about songwriting, about how he puts songs together, and of course, about those kind of methods that we have for getting words out of our system, and particularly in vocal form. Uh, here's Matt performing one of his uh, numbers, and of course, the interview that followed. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. And so good afternoon and welcome to our waffle segment. Now we've got something absolutely brand spanking new for today, something we've not tried in the studio on a Sunday before because we have live music in the room. Uh, I'm going to be talking to my guest uh, Matt Rin very, very shortly, uh, but right now uh, we, we thought we'd start the waffle segment today with some original music. So Matt, I'm going to hand over to you. Back. 
Well, thank you very much to Matt. Right, well, Matt, welcome to the show. That was that was a stunning way to start. Thanks, Paul. And I've got to say, uh, with uh, that, that put all of my fears at rest. You are a consummate professional, right? I said to you, we've only got one mic in the studio. Is that all right? You'd be like, yeah, whatever, anything goes. Perfect. <laughs> um, is, is that something you're used to doing, sort of coming into a studio and, and, and sort of trying the stuff? No, not especially, no. no. Um, I've done it a few times mm. uh, earlier this year, um, a couple of radio sessions where the band I was in a long mm. time ago um but no yeah well i was going to say if, if you, any other radio stations out there who are listening because obviously they would do today because we're the you know we're the a list as far <laughs> as local radio stations are concerned um get matt Ren, matt Ren into the studio uh, matt uh, listen i i know who you are we've we've uh, worked together before we've done some stuff together before yeah. uh, tell the listeners of rossida who you are where 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 did you fit into the whole kind of writing genre? Where... Very low on the ladder, is <laughs> <laughs> the, the honest answer to that, Paul. Um, I, um, I live in Ramsbottom now, mm-hmm. um, lived in the Manchester area for about 20 years, um, and largely a, a kind of a bedroom recording artist <laughs> for, for the most part. Um, a couple of brief um, excursions into. I was in a band with with uh, with a guy who was one of the uh, in one of the, the key sort of Manchester bands in in the early nineties, yeah. uh, which was quite a good experience in in some ways and not so good in others. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this. I'm sure you can give us lots and lots of stories off air, which, which we can't talk about. <laughs> one or two. Um, uh, and but but there's you know, there's kind of just a common thread over over the last kind of twenty five probably years of I've always written songs um, yeah. in one way shape or form um, and and quite often they're along the lines of what I've just played it's an acoustic guitar and a, and a vocal melody over the top um, and then very occasionally co-writing with somebody else where I've been in a band with them and um, and and that's always interesting. Um, but I, I seem to default back to the, you know, just myself. Working on your own. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that particular song, I mean, we, we were having a chat about that before. That was a, a, not not necessarily in response to the, the the Manchester bombing, but it was written around about that time. Yeah, I'd, I'd have fa- I don't do it so much anymore. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's because the news is, is really is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I watch a lot of news, and I, yeah. and I tend to watch television, uh, or, or, or did do, just sort of sitting noodling on, on my guitar. Mm. And that one, um, it was typical of it, really, that I was watching, um, as a I was just telling you the, the vigil for the Manchester bomb a couple mm. of years ago, um, and just seeing the children there, and just thinking, you know, how on earth does this feel and look to children? Because I know what I would have been like at that mm. age. You know, I'd, I'd have been like, oh my god, we're all going to die, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then Tony Walsh did his "This Is the Place" poem, mm. um, and and seeing uh, the response to that, and and the, just the general reaction around uh, around the city to to it and the coming together. And I just thought, you know, we'll be all right. Yeah. And and those words, unusually for me, just came out in one sitting. Really, just. Um, you know, it was almost like I was just having a conversation in my head with, <laughs> with uh, not to get too arty farty. No, this is, this is the arty farty place. Oh, okay. we're, the, we're the arty farty show on Rossendale Radio. Uh, I've been told this many times by other presenters. It's, it's, uh, it's actually you, you're saying about the, that kind of response and what, what kids have been. I, I have the. It was a kind of privilege of being. I was teaching at a school in Carrington the, the day after, okay. expecting the kids, as you would say, to be absolutely petrified. Mm. And it just proves how resilient kids are. That I went in and talked drama, and I said, "Look, do you want to sit down and talk about it?" They went, "No, we're doing Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Can we just get on with it?" And it was like, <laughs> you know what? That's that's exactly what yeah. I need today. I need to get a bit of escapism. I yeah. need to go and pretend to be Umpalumpers running around a drama studio. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is that you know it was devastating, but at the same time, it, it kind of just proved how 
close-knit everyone yeah. was in the community yeah. and it, it just it just came out as a really nice kind of <laughs> sweet song yeah. and and uh, you know, I, I kind of like it. Mm. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was beautiful. Uh, right, well, we're going to uh, talk about, about music. Um, we've obviously, uh, we ask our guests to choose three songs uh, as uh, in, the, in the studio as to something that kind of means something to them or, or just just generally songs that, songs they like. And you've, you've started kicking kick us off with Crowded House uh, with Don't Dream It's Over. What, what, what appealed to you with that one? I've, I'm an avid listener to De- Desert Island Discs, <laughs> and, and I've always thought that, you know, I, I could do this, I could do this. Other radio stations are available. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caveat. Um, um, when you said pick three songs, mm. I thought, no problem, that's easy. Um, this was the only one that actually jumped out straight away. Right. Uh, I think it's just the combination of uh, the lyrics, the melody, um, amazing, amazing music, mm. brilliant production. Um, they're one of the greatest bands ever, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. So um, I think I just thought I had to get them in there somewhere. New Zealand's finest, Crowded House. Types of people coming into the studio here at Rossendale Radio for our Waffle Hour. We have performers, we have songwriters, we have copywriters sometimes. We've even had ghostwriters in the studio. Uh, one thing, obviously, that we have a lot of, uh, with me being a poet myself, is that we have a lot of uh, people who work in poetry coming in. And it was an absolute privilege to speak earlier in the year with Zoe Siobhan Howarth Lowe, somebody who's very much at the beginning of her performance journey, but is a really accomplished writer. This is a snippet of the interview we had with her that day. Rossendale Radio. Uh, so we were just talking a second ago about those lyrics of Meatloaf in particular, and there was one lyric that, that stood out for you in that in that song, wasn't there? What, 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 which it's one? Was... When he goes, all the poems come to life. Mm-hmm. Angels had guitars even before they had wings. It, so even even with the, all the poems come to life even before. Sorry, just from the, the angels had guitars even before they had wings. The angels had guitars even before they had wings. Yes. What an image <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> of them floating around <laughs> up there somewhere, rocking out, and, and it's, I think that's it. It's it's imagery for people, isn't it? Yes. That's what that's what kind of calls to us as wordsmiths. Um, now, now talking of which, we need to hand over to your words uh, at, at this point in the show. And this is, um, well, do, do you want to introduce first of all the poem and and uh, what it's called and, and where it came from? Well, it's the title poem in my collection, mm-hmm. and it's it's a love poem. It's okay. a love poem for my husband, mm-hmm. and um, it took me seventeen years to find the right words to make this poem. Okay. It's the only one I've ever actually truly written as a love poem to somebody right and now we're gonna uh, share that with the rest of the world (laughs) yeah i'll leave it with you love is the way bark grows the iron railing is stoic peeling and rusty endlessly on from there to there immovable until it crumbles away the tree slowly grows expanding to fill by inches incremental from a hugged width to arms thrown wide barely grasping the sides Roots dig deep, move like breathing, earth tumbling grain by grain, up and out in ridges, and in time, those iron railings kink just a little. The trunk is shrugging out, inching closer, till it stands shoulder to shoulder, railing and tree, each leaning on the other, and somehow, leaning, growing, nudging, bark becomes woven through. The railing and tree fused, messily, stitched by the bark, slowly working its way around and over and through, and smoothed out over time, so neither really notice. That is a beautiful piece of work. Um, and the, the idea of the of the tree, that kind of organic 
I don't know how I don't know your version of the tree I don't know which tree it was I'm sure there was a real tree somewhere that, that kind of took inspiration yes. I'm imagining and, and over time that this is oak sized that this is but then that's that's the way the kind of you, you hear things how is it in your head the actual image mm. that I got the idea from is um an image of an old tree mm-hmm. that a soldier tied his bicycle to, chained his bicycle to before he went to war. Oh, my goodness. And the the, tr- the bike is still there because he never came back. Right. But it's in the middle of the tree now. It's it's just woven it's just, in and out. The bike's just thrown over it. Oh, my goodness. That's completely over it. And I was, looked at that, saw it, I think on Facebook even, Yeah. and was like, that's it. That's Those it. are the That's words I'm looking for. We do, we do argue, me and my husband, about who's the railing and who's the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and also, which is the more solid? I mean, yeah. obviously, the, 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 the one's made of metal, and that must be stronger than the other. That I must... see him as the tree. Of course. Well, I mean, I ju- <laughs> look, you're, you're the poet. You're in charge. Yeah. Uh, this is as far as things go. No, I'm the one that doesn't move as much. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I'm the unbendable one. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that bite's not going anywhere now. So the... <laughs> There does come a point where, the, where, but it's like you say when you when you are in a relationship where you you love somebody that the point where one starts and the other one stops those those yes. things get blended, don't they? And yes. that's and that's a, a lovely idea as well that the the organic is is mixing with the man made there as well. Yeah. Um, do you think that that's been a big influence in your in your work about the about nature and, and work? in general is yes that, does that feature anywhere else in, in, in yeah, other I've pieces I've got a lot of tree poems there's a lot of tree poems and funnily I'm allergic to most things including oh, right. trees and grass and flowers but they're always in there they're always in there so it's like you get maybe that's it maybe you can w- watch them from afar you get to no no I go and climb the trees and you then still just sneeze the all day and sneeze all day in them. there you go that's that's embrace it that's what you've got to do um, that was a beautiful poem um, you, when uh, when you say you, you're starting to, to sort of share these with yes. the world I noticed that recently you had a big launch for the for yourself yes. and the and the other poets from from your particular publishing yes. house it was, was that over in otley it was in leeds right. um in the victoria hotel it was great fun yeah was it nice to be able to share with other poets uh, i'm assuming that people yes. are not all of the same style even of, of no poetry. there's some fabulous um different styles i've read a few times now with joe williams mm-hmm. who has a book called an otley run okay um about the the mentioned pub run and otley run oh okay it's a brilliant book <laughs> and he he remembers them and he can perform them from his head and oh, brilliant to watch but that's it there's a, there's a like you say it's a very different case of affairs for different poets and some some poets are not comfortable with that kind of performance thing i i, I come from an acting background so it's always been like i've got to become a character to be you know on stage i find that easier to become the character yeah if the poem isn't me mm that one that i just read is really hard to read because it's me it's yeah. me open up it's like opening up your chest and letting everyone look that's hard yeah the ones that's more of a character that i can just get into and make it delicious and play and scare the audience with i like them because <laughs> <laughs> it's audience. not me <laughs> that's fine it's, it's fine you could be if you can just you know scare your audience into yes. submission then you'll be perfectly fine um you're going to read for another piece uh, in the in the final segment of the show uh, and we'll have a chat about about performance uh, and uh, I'm, I'm really really pleased that we're going to welcome you to ramsbottom very soon uh next month uh for for your you're going to be doing a headline slot at uh, not waffle the podcast as mm-hmm. we're we're talking about at the moment but waffle the night which is which is brilliant um so we'll have a chat about that in the in the last uh, part of the uh, of the afternoon um we're going to turn back to your music choices now if that's all right and i think this is a kind of fitting one bearing in mind the, the poem that you've yes. just read uh you've got hallelujah by jeff buckley where yes. whereabouts did this come from uh, this is my wedding song okay so is this a, is this a down the aisle number or a first dance or a... um it was played in the church okay. um 
literally as we were signing the register. Lovely. And it was my, um, well, my husband's cousin mm -hmm. and the best man played the guitar for us and she sang it. She was about 15, 16 Fantastic. at the time. She's got a gorgeous voice. So that must have been just a nice moment yes. as well. Okay, to celebrate using, uh, using these words. Yes. Maybe with Jeff Buckley. So just a few weeks back, we had what can only be described as a beautiful, tearful reunion uh, here in the studio at Rossendale Radio, uh, as I was reunited with two people that I haven't seen since they left school when they were 16. The reason I haven't seen them since then is because I used to be their teacher. Uh, and it would be weird if we all met up together to have a reunion in the studio. Well, it would be if it wasn't for the fact that they are two fantastic up-and-coming performers in the local area. Elka, who is a vocalist, and Sean, who is is a writer and performer uh, coming from very, very different areas, despite the fact that they came from the very same beginnings. Here's El Colo and Sean Smith from earlier in the year. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. Hello there and welcome to the Waffle Hour. My name's Paul Jenkins. This is 107.4 Rossendale Radio. And in the studio with me, I have two guests. I have El Colo and I have Sean Smith. Do you want to say hello to the people back home? Hello. How are you doing? Uh, I'm going to move you a little bit closer, Elka, if that's all right, because we, we, for some reason we're a tiny bit out. We're gonna, that's it. We're, we're, all, we're all sorted now. Um, now, this is... Uh, I'm not entirely sure how to start this conversation, <laughs> all right? Uh, because what we've got here is we've got two performers, uh, and maybe you should tell us a little bit about yourselves, first of all, um, and about the, your kind of strands of performance and about where you come into things. Sure, do you want to kick us off? Okay. All right, my name's Sean Smith, and I run with the artist named Just Sean. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was almost christened that by <laughs> by someone on my first performance. They said, do you have an artist name? That was really good. I said, no. I said, I'm just Sean. <laughs> she said, well, why don't you go with that? I said, okay, I'll yeah, roll with that then. <laughs> so that was that was it. Um, my journey kicked off. I just went to London on my own. I was very, very curious about uh, the niche of, of real hip-hop music. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to go and sample it for myself. And uh, I ended up coming back from London with a lot of inspiration to go and find it on my doorstep and i was really surprised that it was it was it was even in blackburn um mm. and it was just i wasn't i wasn't matching i wasn't aligned with what was actually going on previous um came back with a completely different attitude and uh, and i started writing i was like i can do this and and that was it i started started writing started performing um Every opportunity I get, I kind of want to get involved with something. Mm -hmm. I'm like looking at the microphone, talking to the mic. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. It's all right. It's like legs still here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Right. So, so we're very much in that yeah. kind of like writing hip hop and, and just getting getting stuff and getting words out there for, mm -hmm. for people is, is very much your angle. Yeah. And then Elka, where, where, where do you fit into the kind of grand scheme of performance? Well, I've kind of been singing ever since I found out that I could. <laughs> <laughs> really um and then i've kind of turned it into a bit of thing so i'm performing in like uh from uh, bars clubs things like that so musical theater mostly but whatever you ask me to do i'll sing big really. stages where people are about to press a button to do something quite exciting with christmas lights i believe yeah i did i um i sang at uh blackburn's uh christmas light switch on last saturday which was an amazing experience mm. the biggest crowd i've ever performed to and they were marvelous yep, excellent um and then the day after that i sang at uh shush bar blackburn's second birthday 
birthday. Excellent. Yeah, so it was quite a busy weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so between you, you're, you're covering a lot of ground there. Right. Now, the people at home are probably thinking, why have you got such two such disparate performers inside the studio on the same day? Why are you not treating them as, as separate entities on this day? <laughs> How is it? Why, why is it that I've brought you two together at this particular time? I can't think why. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder. It could be that the, the last time we were possibly all sitting, the three of us, in the same room at each, as each other, I was standing up generally trying to also deal with 28 other people uh, because you were in the same class at school together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we've, we've tried desperately. Sean introduced himself. He said, hello, not sir, uh, which, was, which was quite nice when you got here. Um, if we can make it all the way through this without you calling me sir, that would be helpful. Oh. I'll try our very best. You're going to try. My name is Paul now. <laughs> I've, still, I've got you saved in my my phone is Jenkins. I'm Jenkins. I just can't do your first oh, t- name. It's just, it doesn't to, feel right. To be fair, I've been just Jenkins, but I'm oh, just Jenkins. Just That's Sean's right. Just, yeah. just Sean's and just Jenkins, just Elka. Um, I've been that for most of my life anyway, so maybe that's probably an appropriate term for me now for, ah, for yeah. the rest of the show. Um, why what, don't you like sir why don't i like sir yeah. I, I think it's because i mean at the, at the time when you when you teach it this has turned into a reverse interview here, <laughs> when, you right? uh, when you're teaching it's kind of like you need that sense of control that's why teachers stand up and you get kids to sit down that's why they're forever saying everybody sit down now um and actually it's that kind of like just knowing that you're the central point in the room and it's helpful mm. right but as soon as you get past that as soon as you guys get to year 11 and you disappear it's like no they're real people now i want to talk to them i want to have a conversation <laughs> and it's really really hard there's lots of people you kind of link up with through networking through facebook through through different things on twitter and thing you think well, the people have got real lives now you guys are not 11 years old anymore no right you're also my special year because you were my first my training year as a teacher you were my first lot that went were through we? you were yeah i didn't know that. i was yeah i was a brand new fresh out of the box teacher when you found oh. me in year seven uh, so uh, it was it was kind of nice to see to see that you guys are, are moving on and we've because uh, uh, we've linked up via facebook haven't yes. we? And i've been sort of following things to do with you've had a big thing at the bbc recently yeah yeah i'm one of the uh, new voices um finalists yeah. if you want to call it that i'm one of the 12 that excellent. are now working with bbc radio lancashire excellent that other radio stations are available across the valley <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when does that come sort of come to a head as you say it's a final well thing? it's in in all honesty it's kind of like a continuous thing mm. so um it quite a lot's come out of it not just radio based mm. so i'm currently writing a one woman show that right. i've been asked to write excellent uh, and that'll be performed at the duke's theater in lancaster lovely uh sometime next year and then i'm working on learning how to do desk driving and radio at the, at the radio side of it i'm Brilliant. learning each aspect of it and then i get a chance to put it all together and see how it goes i was gonna and say hope for the best well i was gonna say i'm sure if you need any experience of those sorts of things in rossendale radio we'll be happy to help you out so don't worry there come uh, and visit and, and sean you you kind of turned up at an open mic evening that i, I run in in yeah. ramsbottom and, yeah. he, and he sort of had that grin on his face of hello <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was I was so excited that you was that you were pursuing that venture, you know. And I was like, because I think what I noticed was when I started writing two 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 hip hop beats, mm. I felt constricted within the bar format. I was like, I want to say more, and 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 the line should have ended when I was continuing. Mm. Uh, so I found flow very difficult. I felt like trying to mold myself within the the stanza rather than make my own was was the was the challenge you know and so i started finding about uh, finding out about like uh, the open flow of poetry you know just mm. a cappella or to soundscape so 
uh, that was another venture similar to London. I was just like, right, okay, let's have a little type, see where, where you know, what's going on. Turned up at one called Speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to shout that one out. Yeah. Uh, hello to Alex and Rosie out there, yeah. if, they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know they'll be listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speak's moving on from Manchester. This is basically Jimmy's in the Northern yeah. Quarter, and they're having to move on because Jimmy's is relocating, I believe. So. Right. Uh, so I, I found be... that venue amazing because I thought, like, the, the, just the, uh, the, the pull of the audience there were like people students and many of them and i was like this ain't popular but it was it was <laughs> absolutely heaving in that basement yeah <laughs> i couldn't believe it man so uh performing there was really special and then all these other little gatherings that have happened and like the networking within the spoken word scene which mm. is what you was going to ask me about mm. today but i was like well i've not really been involved in that for a, for a bit now for like i'd say probably about eight months mm. to a year but um, yeah, there's something really, really, like, organic going on with that, and I really enjoy it. It is. There's a, there's a bit of a buzz about the place. We're gonna, I'll tell you what, we're going to shift into some music now. Um, yeah. we've, uh, now, uh, um, Elka, we're going to go to your choice, first of all. You've uh, you've chosen Ladylike. What, what was it that d- kind of drove you to, to this particular song in your choices? Well, I just... One, I just think it's a really, really good song. <laughs> um, but just got the kind of message behind it, mm. for me, it's the... Uh, I mean, I'm not exactly. I mean, you know, you knew me in school. I wasn't exactly a badun. <laughs> so, so it's just the idea that you don't have to be perfect to be perfect. You can right. be your own. Le- you can be your own version of perfect. Yeah. In whatever you want to be. It's, I, I'd like to put things that Elka's tie was was out of place once. <laughs> and was, even then, I was mortified. She was mortified. She came and apologised before we could tell her off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, have a listen to this music now. This is uh, Ingrid Angus with Lady Ike. <laughs> And so we've saved the best for last. Uh, there's just no way of describing how I felt having George Melling coming into the studio here on Remembrance Sunday. Uh, it was obviously a very odd atmosphere in the day anyway, because we were trying to make sure that we were paying respect in the in the best way that we possibly can. And I think George blew us away partly with his poetry, but also just the general demeanour of the man. Uh, this I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, the words speak for themselves. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. I'm Paul Jenkins. This is the Waffle segment uh, here on the Weekend Wind Down, and I am joined by George Mellin. Um, now, obviously, today is Remembrance Sunday. Um, the tone of the show is a little bit different today. I mentioned to you as you, mm. you came into the studio, you sort of, you, you kind of feel a, a, not an overbearing weight on Remembrance Sunday, but also there's a kind of duty that I think we've got to kind of think and stop and reflect mm. on things. Uh, and I, I've, I've been, you know, thinking about choosing the playlist today, you know, trying to make yeah. sure tracks are appropriate. Yeah. And, and you know the, our themed requests this afternoon are going to be around the subject of peace mm. uh, so we, you know we're trying to think about that um but uh, it led me on to sort of obviously remembrance poetry and thinking yeah. about things and we had a chat about this beforehand and you have a piece about uh, your your grandfather I, I have i was asked um there's a there's a thriving poetry night in wigan mm. like there's in most towns now it's uh, one in ramsbottom i believe in, uh, <laughs> ramsbottom is is brilliant i was i was plugging it on i was plugging it on uh, thursday night in uh, the every man in liverpool oh, excellent. someone was asking about adam was asking about and he's very care and he's very keen to come up excellent so, there you so go we plug it wherever we go we should be selling waffle wherever possible yes <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's a so, yeah, so 
so you were performing uh, this piece uh, you were talking about the everyman and so i uh, i actually performed it on thursday night at at the everyman mm-hmm. this ems are going to perform it now yeah mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I, I do it like every, every year i also perform it um at every new venue I go to because I'm proud of this poem it's, it's become my signature poem mm. so every new venue so it's been and uh, I've perform, performed it everywhere uh, even in the tile place in um, Wimslow or somewhere where uh, Sharon was working and she took me along and I was chatting to the, the proprietor and his wife and his wife says can you read it so I, I got my book and I read it to her and uh, she started she got her handkerchief out as everybody does <laughs> but I, I am proud of this. So I wrote it for the um, the hundred years commemoration of the start of the First World War. So this would have been for, in 2014. I for the Wigan group, they asked me, George, have you got anything? I said no. But these things happened. I went home and it started to fester in my head, and it more or less it wrote itself. It was a so fun. Some some poems they kind of they write themselves. Mm. I can't explain it, but. It, that's just it. That's all I can say about it. It wrote itself. Okay, well, this one comes. I'm going to allow you to, to just uh, start yourself off technically because we've got very technical in the studio this afternoon. George has brought in, I think this is the first for Rossendale Radio. We've got a cassette recorder in the well, studio. Well, I've, I've got my own cassette player. And, I, <laughs> and as, I to, as I told them in Liverpool, I said, Do you remember them? They're the future. They're a bit like Spotify with batteries. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll just press play and I'll, I'll adjust the uh, volume uh, for a just second. Down a little bit. Just bit. down a touch. If you'll all bear with me. So that's perfect. On this Remembrance Sunday, I wish you could say that wars and bloodshed and the rooting of innocent families was a thing of the past. I wear my poppy with pride, not to glorify war, but to remember. When you go home, tell them of us and say, For you were tomorrow, we gave our today. My granddad, he bounced me on his knees whilst his woodman ash fell on me head and he stood it racing pages, played football with me and let me tackle him. Then we reversed ages. I soothed his leg of bruise, me war wounded hero, me best mate. Said I was sorry, then tackled again and rubbed his bald pate. Took me fishing, baited me line and me cast off and sat. Comfortable, our closest and quieter now, jam butters and pop on her occasional chat. First day at school, him and me holding hands gave me strength, schoolyard run. End of first day, there he is, school gateway, because he loves his grandson. On oh, no, I love me granddad. Always there with a smile on us, yelling now and then. And in ant at rugby crowds of folks who eat. Bless me into lad's pen. I look across every while. Make sure me mate's still there, cos I'm only little. On oh, me granddad's me hero. Me bodyguard, me world. His strength to my brittle. Then me teens. Time of hormone and change, daftness and grown up, I think. On his wood band, also click comes as back up bike shed, bottle outside of hot drink. I don't see him as much as me world break out a man. 
It me had anyway a dream, but it waits me granddad, me mate, in me growing up blueprint of scheme. First day at work. Honest proud, this old chap part to me, always the dependable, patient, wise, racing there for fagon, dodgy knee. I settled down. Family. Kid. Now as a great-granddad start again with his football on his wub barn on his ash. He's fishing on rugby ever there. This always me mate, me granddad on his ever full pocket of cash. Granddad and me. A team. But it's only a dream. Because I went to war before I was born. He enlisted with the Royal Irish Fusiliers and they were sent to fight the Tuks at Gallipoli. Lambs to the slaughter and he was dead within the week. He still lies in a faraway cemetery sleeping the sleep of war and dreaming of 17 Walmer Street in Wigan. And if you applaud... He'd not only applauded me, but my granddad. And all the other granddads. And dads. And sons. And husbands. And brothers. And uncles. And partners. And pals, and all the other casualties of war. We never came back all those years ago. Luffy's name, my granddad, on Wigan War Memorial. Geoffrey Henry. I still go there sometimes and sit and I hold his hand. And I swear. His wood barn ash. It still floats down on me head. That was my granddad. Performed by, by George Melling this afternoon. And then when I'm when I'm performing that. I have to completely all myself mm. together because I, I do start to kind of losing it like the listeners because it's a mm. very very poignant poem. It's it's funny as you were talking, you should probably saw you, you probably you were in the zone and you were performing. I was, um, I was trying to fiddle about with a computer, not because I was trying to listen, but we um, we had a, a listener um, actually sort of uh, writing in. Um, Amber, hello, uh, give, give you a shout. I've just waved in in, in radio. <laughs> I've just waved to somebody yeah, who's not here. Yeah. Um, but uh, Amber was uh, telling us that it's uh, it's her granddad's seventy first birthday today. Uh, he listens to the show all the time, um, and uh, she's she's actually requested a song for later on as well. Mal. Um, but we'll do our very best to see if we can find something by the Beatles. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll dedicate that my poem now to Amber's granddad. There you go. For his birthday. There you go. Happy birthday. I've, 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 we knew his name. Amber, you'll have to tell us his name. Happy it's, birthday it's, it's, to your granddad, Amber. Um, but it's, it, that's the thing, is that we do remember, I remember my own granddad's going on parade, uh, sort of taking his medals out. He was in the Essex Regiment, uh, and it's, it's a poignant day for people to look back. It and, is. And to think. Um, yeah. And I think you've... I, 
it's just been absolutely amazing having you in the studio this oh, afternoon. Thank, thank you so sorry. much for sharing it with us. I've, been, I've, been, I've been looking forward to it. It's, uh, well, we're not quite finished yet yeah. because we've got your final song choice we have. to get to. Yes. Uh, now, it's uh, we've got you've gone for Manchester's finest or Bury's finest, depending yes. on the, how you yes. want to uh, uh, play it. Tottington's finest, in fact. Um, you've gone for a, a track by Elbow, uh, and and what? How is how is that going to fit when we play things out? Roll those curtains wide. It's looking like a beautiful day an uplifting classical anthem to energize the soul as i six o'clock a.m her first cup of costa rican coffee with frothed soya milk wind of you darkness doesn't yet welcome the awakening dawn as i sit and yawn a greeting another day in that allotted timetable called lifetime no rush as i chew me toast and sip me coffee and chat to buttons the cat and enjoy the fire warming me memory of mornings past with family. I'll enjoy this day because I can. Listening to Elbow. Thank you, George. And that's the end of the Best of Waffle from 2019. My thanks go to all my guests that came into the studio or I went to visit during the course of the year. And we have another packed schedule of guests coming up in 2020. My thanks as ever go to Lee Ball and Melanie Kemp for their production on Waffle the Bite Size podcast, which is produced in association with Rossendale Radio. See you in 2020.